right by where you order. 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 What kind of accent? Am is I that? turning into? What, is what, that a Philly accent? What accent? Oh yeah, I I I have I, don't I think have so. no idea. I would like to order a bagel. No, I think it's like Irish or something. I, I have no idea. Oh yeah, order them. Maybe it was those Irish dry stouts I drank last night. You were drinking Irish dry stouts last <laughs> night. That's true. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. And you can check out our bonus content on patreon.com slash A-Grade podcast for behind-the-scenes photos, videos, and full scorecards of every place we visit. Again, that's patreon.com slash A-Grade podcast. There should be a link in the description as well. My name is Joe, and I am joined, as always, of course, by... Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. And we are back, or still, I guess, for us in Philly this week, and continuing, I guess, our experience going to all sorts of different places. We kind of started out a few weeks ago with Monk's Cafe, and that was an interesting experience. And since then, we've been to some coffee roasters, some craft breweries, and this morning, we were back at another coffee roaster, and that was... Which one? Ultimo Coffee Roasters. Ultimo Ultimo Coffee Roasters. And I think this is sort of continuing the trend that we've been experiencing with these coffee roasters too, where I guess they're very successful and they wind up opening up multiple locations. I believe Ultimo has several locations. Yeah, about four or five around Philly. Yeah. So we went to the one in Center City or Central Philly. In Near Rittenhouse Square. Yeah, like right off Rittenhouse Square. So that was the location we went to. And as we've been saying with all of these places that have multiple locations, I guess it is important to note that our review of that place and our grade of that place, it's based on what we do expect for a coffee roaster, but we never know what we're going to get because it's hard to find the actual original location sometimes by going to the websites or looking up on Google Maps or whatever and trying to pieced together by pictures. Okay, is there a roasting machine there? I I think I kind of see one. I can't quite tell. So that can lead to a very different vibe in some ways. But ultimately, hey, there's lots of ways to have experiences at lots of different places. So I guess you'll see how ours went here at this particular spot. Right. And I think one of the goals of a coffee roaster or any small business is that as you grow, You keep that community feel, that character, that passion, no matter where your locations are. And I think we're seeing that with the Philly Coffee Roasters, that some places are able to do it successfully and some are not. Again, could just be the day that we come in or the location that we're at, but that has been our experience so far. And speaking of experience, I guess just very briefly, if you want to take us through the grading rubric and we'll get going. Love it. So our first category is atmosphere and ambiance. From there, we'll go into service. Then we will go into coffee. And finally, we will go into food. Then from there, we will take a tally of all of our different categories. And each of us will come up with a final grade that we would give the coffee roaster. And from there, we will either agree or disagree and debate to figure out what the overall podcast grade is for each coffee roaster or brewery that we go to. If you want to see the past 30-something episodes of different ratings that we have given, you can become a Patreon subscriber for as little as $3 a month, and you can get a report card of 
all of the different places we've been, what our grades are, and how we would recommend you experience the place, whether you would like it for takeout or whether you should go with friends, whether you can sit and study or maybe hopefully do all of those things. Yeah, shameless self-promotion aside, I agree. That Absolutely. is totally a very useful aspect of the Patreon is that we do have all of those, not just grades listed, but particularly the vibes because some places you don't want to go thinking that, oh, I'm going to sit down and get work done if it's pretty much just a takeout experience or vice versa. You might think, oh, it's only for this, but lo and behold, I can do all sorts of things. I can bring friends. I could go on a date. I could have a party. Who knows uh, what's out there because there's definitely very different environments from one roaster location to the next. And I hope that it would be helpful for if you're going to Philly or going to Providence or any city that we have really dived into, instead of having to look at Google Google Maps and maybe get overwhelmed yeah, terrible. <laughs> at all the different it's a good start, information, but... hopefully our report card will serve as a guide eventually to cities and the best coffee roasters and breweries that each city has to offer. And you could pick out a place that meets your vibe that would be i think a perk of becoming a patreon subscriber so anyways the atmosphere and ambiance first category can i be honest before we start talking too much specifically about the atmosphere and ambiance yes i kind of chose this coffee roaster as one worth going to because first of all i looked up and saw that they did have a pour over option and you know me returning listeners i love a pour over coffee an open brewing vessel method and I saw that they had that, but also I just really like their logo. It's kind of this cool bird looking thing. Maybe a hawk? Yeah, something like that. It looks like a royal hawk crest emblem type thing. So that stood out to me as really cool. I said, With oh. a U on it. Yeah. And they have a pour over. It looks like it's in a cool part of the city. Let's check it out. So that was sort of my very initial impression or connection as to why I wanted to go to this place. Do you want to start with atmosphere and ambiance, though, since that tends to be your jam? Sure. All right. I actually thought it was really funny that you said that because the first thing I wrote down in my notes was cool logo. <laughs> yeah, there you, there you have it, folks. Yeah, they, and thank you for listening to A-Grade Podcast. <laughs> they had a really cool logo. Now, when you walked inside this place, first of all, it's on a... Before we even walk inside... It's in a part of Philly that is beautiful. And we were there on a Saturday morning and it was really quiet. There was a farmer's market setting up. It looked like a lot of locals were out walking their dogs and enjoying being outside on a slightly sunny morning, but cold. And that part of Philly really was peaceful and quiet and nice. So I had a little bit of high expectations for the coffee roaster because I liked where we were so much and the neighborhood so much. When we walked in, the first thing you notice is that the coffee roaster is a little bit small. Very, 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 pretty small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were not hundreds of tables like we've seen in Philly in some places, but there were maybe two or three tables and then a couple places that you could stand with a ledge that overlooks the outside and mm -hmm. windows. So it's not necessarily a place that you that we could have sat because the tables were already taken. So we did take the coffee that we had back to the hotel and drank it at the hotel. 
Yeah, and at least it was a nice area, so we kind of could walk around if we wanted to. I think that's important, and especially in a place like that where you might not have the seating options, because otherwise it's kind of just a takeout experience. Again, at least at this particular location. And I'm glad you brought that up because I did actually do a little bit of additional research for this coffee roaster just before we started recording, and they have just opened a location in Germantown in Philly. Isn't that where we were too? Today? Or we were, but we were not, on German Street or something. Right. We were, okay. but later in the day. Right. And in that location, it says that it is a wide open cafe and uh, bakery. Okay. So I think Dang maybe <laughs> we would have had a different atmosphere and ambiance experience if we had gone to that location. Mm. That's their newest location as well. Well, I'm realizing it said on the website. I'm realizing as well why it's so important to distinguish at the beginning how we're talking about this particular location. Right. As opposed to just reviewing the coffee roaster overall. Right. We are yeah. not reviewing the overall coffee roaster because we have not been to all the different locations right. to see what they have to offer. Or as per your really initial point of how small it was, the fact that this clearly, as far as I could tell, was not where they're doing the roasting. Usually no. you'll see the roasting equipment out in the open. I mean, it technically could be hidden in the, in the back somewhere, but I didn't get the sense that that was the situation in the setup here. I got the sense that this is probably a really successful coffee roaster and they decided to open up another location somewhere in the city. as In more a nice of, area. Yeah, in a nice area as more of a cafe as opposed to the coffee roaster itself. Right. And when we did go inside, I, I will say that aesthetically, it looked very beautiful in there. I like that it really matched sort of their logo. It had the white and black tiles, which is sort of with their logo, the black hawk on the white coffee cup. So I thought that contrast was really nice. Is that good? Is that something that I noticed well? Because you always say how I overlook every <laughs> little nice detail. But I feel like that really stood out to me as a pretty nice aesthetic touch. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. I you get, knew I had it in me. You get an A grade today for noticing something. those small details. <laughs> yeah. They also had, it was cool. I liked this. Right by where you order. Order. Ardor. Order. What kind of accent? Am is I that? turning into? What, is what, that a Philly accent? What accent? Oh yeah, I, I, I have, I, don't I have think so. no idea. I would like to order a bagel. No, I think it's like Irish or something. I, I have no idea. Oh yeah, order them. Maybe it was those Irish dry stouts I drank last night. You were drinking Irish dry stouts last <laughs> night. That's true. <laughs> but either way, regardless, irregardless, irregardless, yeah, irregardless. Yeah, they you had, might as well irregardless at this point. <laughs> they had a cool touch i liked that where you order there was in the tile on the floor it said ultima ultimo the name of their coffee shop and i thought that was a nice touch there were little details i definitely didn't notice that yes <laughs> there were live plants that they were growing from scratch that we'll talk about a little later and they had plans with those plants to dress up the shop a little bit which i liked but it was hard to give an atmosphere and ambiance grade because we were not able to sit there. Yeah. I always struggle when we can't sit in a place. Well, didn't they even say, too, that even with the plants that they're planning to put them up places and make them weave around and, and stuff or and, something like yes, that? Yes, and grow and dangle yeah. around the space. So, it, yeah, it felt as if maybe they're inhabiting this space pretty recently as opposed to it being long established. So, yeah, it's really hard for me to assess the atmosphere and ambiance because... There's not really much here in terms of, again, what we hope for and expect when we see Coffee Roaster. I kind of almost wish that, I, did it say this on Google Maps? That like places, these coffee roasters that have multiple locations, they 
distinguish that as part of the name of the location where they'll say instead like instead of coffee roaster cafe or something to distinguish the fact that yes it's related obviously to the coffee roaster but it's not the original location where they're doing the actual roasting and you're going to get that experience because that is the distinguishing feature that is the distinguishing difference between what the point is of going to a coffee roaster versus a cafe listen to any of our episodes you'll notice as we describe it you'll say oh yeah that's not what a cafe is normally like when we talk about those places where oftentimes and you, you do get this as well at places where they are doing the roasting but more so than not that's where we go for that experience where we get to see the process and meet the people and it's much more engaging along those lines so yeah it's hard to really assess atmosphere and ambiance in this sense for these reasons but and i have i have a bias towards coffee shops that and coffee roasters i'm sorry that you can sit and enjoy your coffee and sit for a while and study or read or chat or relax i don't like the takeout feel as much as I like the sit down feel. So that's just a bias for me. If you're looking for a takeout coffee, you might have a different view as far as atmosphere and ambiance. But unfortunately for me, a smaller space with not a lot of tables is not going to get in that high echelon of grading as it would if there was a big place to sit and roasting equipment and that vibe. Yeah. And that leads us, of course, to this week's rendition of Bathroom Corner. Cue the toilets. And... Well, usually I start with Bathroom Corner, but I feel like this morning was a long time ago because we've done a lot of fillying today, and you're looking at me as if to say, what was going on with the bathroom? I don't remember, and I'm trying to remember from the bathroom. This might be the first Bathroom Corner where I'm kind of blanking, and we say that sometimes that bathrooms stand out to us because they have crazy wall art or something, or they have a bunch of bells and whistles or stories of their history and philosophy. Nothing comes to mind when I think of this bathroom. I just think of, again, more tiles and the bathroom. Maybe there was something there that I'm just kind of blanking on. But yeah, this is a very mundane bathroom corner this week, I think, because nothing really comes to mind. Did you take any pictures? I always take bathroom pictures. And for some reason, I'm looking on my phone right now and I do not have any. Did we use the bathroom? I did. I don't think you did. I did not use the bathroom. And you said to me when we left, it was not necessary for me to use it. Yeah, because I think I remember thinking that... It was bland, maybe? It it was just a bathroom. It was just a bathroom. Like there was nothing good or bad about it. It it had all of what you would expect in a bathroom. And that was it. You mean it didn't have ghost children? No, not like... Like a victory? Which was probably last week's episode or previous episode. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't see any ghost children in that bathroom. (laughs) Or men that are not washing their hands in in plaid shirts. (laughs) Uh, Did I have a plaid shirt? (laughs) No. I did wash my hands for sure. Yes. But yeah, nothing comes to mind. So I don't know how that adds to the atmosphere and ambiance for this place. I think that's a knock on the bathroom. I think so. Because again, I... If there had been something there, I probably would have taken note or taken a picture. There are other places we have gone today that I distinctly remember the bathroom because they were so freaking cool. That's an excellent point. That it overshadowed all the other bathrooms that we visited today. That's a very good point. So, so stay just t- a side note. Stay, stay t- tuned. Stay tuned for some further episodes with some Absolutely. very interesting bathrooms to come, as per my point. Yes. So, yeah. What are you thinking in terms of atmosphere and ambiance grade then? I feel as if this is definitely a little tricky. But it's the fact of the matter is when I think, as we've been saying, as if you go back and listen to our previous episodes, what I expect and what I want when I see Boom Coffee Roaster, 
it's not really there. It's just not what this is trying to be. Again, maybe in a few months or something or like next year when they get those plants going and, and they have that vibe sort of filled out, it could be a much kind of more personalized space in terms of having that cool identity. But yeah, there were some nice touches. But again, it still just wasn't the the depth that I kind of really hope for and look for when we've gone to some of these A-grade places. Again, go back and listen to something like a South Down or a Fundati coffee, Trax coffee even, Bean and Bean even sort of. Uh, there's a lot of places. Mongo's. With Mongo's coffee roaster. There's a lot of these places with very different attempts at what they're doing. And they stand out, therefore, in very unique ways. So there's definitely some of that going on here, but I don't know if it really reaches the level of what, again, I keep saying I kind of hope for and expect for. I agree completely. And again, maybe we went to the wrong location, but my experience did not blow me away today. And again, we're talking about the location that's in Rittenhouse Square. Mm -hmm. And I thought, too, in the summer, there must be tables set up out on the street. And that would have been a really nice vibe. Oh, that's cool. If we were able to sit outside, it would have elevated my experience a little bit. Almost in a way, you know, like Dave's Coffee in Providence, Providence, where it didn't matter that it was takeout only because we had a table sitting outside in the sun in downtown Providence in a beautiful part of the town. Yes, true. In February, that's not really an option here in Philly. So that was not the experience we had yet again. So what are you thinking for letter grade for atmosphere and ambiance? C being satisfactory. It was pretty. It has a cool logo. I'm going to go C minus a little bit below satisfactory. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was, really? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing because I don't think there's anything negative per se. But when we do consider what we're looking for once more, not thinking of it as even just a cafe location, but as a coffee roaster yeah, I, I think it maybe just needs more time or something. I, it, again, it's, it's well, I don't want to talk too much about the service and the coffee just yet, but that's it for now. C minus for atmosphere and ambiance. It's interesting that we agree because I feel as if there, if there's one category we usually disagree on the most, it's usually this first one, atmosphere right. and ambiance. So I'm very curious how that affects moving forward what we think. So that leads us to service, which... Your turn. I feel like you're going to have a lot more to say about the service than me because... Like I said, I was delirious as heck this morning. <laughs> we did a lot of work last night podcasting and it was whatever. We were up early, up late. And anyways, we wound up at this coffee roaster still fairly early. And I remember trying to sort of talk to the barista, but there wasn't really much engagement initially. And it was just kind of like, what do you want? And I asked a couple of questions, but Again, I feel as if we're getting really good at sort of sensing where those opportunities are to have those further conversations. And I didn't really feel engaged at all in terms of asking about the beans, the the process, anything along those lines. It definitely felt sort of like, what do you want? Tell us and we'll, we'll move on. And so I didn't get to really ask about the pour over options. I think there were two, which we'll talk about with the, the coffee, the actual coffee. But yeah, that was pretty much my experience with the service. But I know that you were actually, when I came back from the bathroom, were talking pretty intently with the other barista. So what did you think in terms of service? I agree with you completely. The first experience we had with the service was that same experience where we feel the vibe and we're not super comfortable asking questions. Yeah, it was just like, what do you want? 
get it, be gone. That's it. <laughs> However, while we were waiting for the coffee to be made, and specifically your pour over, there was a second girl working that was making the drinks. And I was talking about the plants that they had there in the shop. And this was the most engagement we got from service because she seemed to be really interested in the plants, maybe even taking care of them. And she told me a lot of cool things, what each plant was, how they're growing some plants in water from broken and dead plants so that they can rebuild the plants without having to buy anything new. Yeah, it was pretty and interesting. Was, yeah. I, did, I did catch some of that, yeah. And she was talking about how in Philly, they have some unique groups where you can get different pieces of people's plant to pot yourself and grow in order to save money and to keep the plants that are alive functioning and, and living in lots of different houses. And I thought that was really cool. I got a little more personal touch with them, but that conversation was not about the coffee. It was about some other stuff, but she was actually engaging. I felt like she wanted to talk to me. I wasn't being a bother. And I liked that. I think maybe we could have even pushed talking about the coffee a little bit more with her because she was a little more open, but it really just didn't happen. There wasn't an opportunity for that. And I think the plant conversation was kind of the saving grace for service, which didn't bump it into a <laughs> yeah. much lower range. For yeah, me. I, I would. Oh, I would 100 percent agree with that. Yeah, it's sort of again, it does speak to the fact that maybe on different days, different times, you might get more engagement. We always say it's just what we're experiencing at this particular moment. So you never know. You do have to take that with a relative grain of salt. But yeah, that was pretty much everything in terms of the service that was experience. It. So I guess I have to give a letter grade, don't I, uh, mm -hmm. for service. I guess I'm going to go, and I do have to default to my expectation of what is satisfactory. Normally, I would want to have a little bit more conversation, and I did just didn't get that. But the coffee all came out pretty promptly. It wasn't as if there were any delays or crazy mistakes or uh, really... I don't know, rudeness. Uh, it was just a lack of engagement more so than anything. So for me and my experience, and I feel like yours is probably higher and it probably should be, and that's fine. I'm going to go C- minus for service. I felt like it just wasn't anything that stood out to me. It was fine. I got what I ordered. I got what I wanted. But what I really hope for and expect in terms of those conversations maybe and those passions about even watching people make the coffee, it just honestly wasn't there for me. It's been a little disappointing. <laughs> yeah, this Philly, has been... Philly has been kind of underwhelming in the coffee roasting department, if yes. I'm honest. We but... haven't quite found that roaster yeah. in Philly yet where I love the atmosphere. I love the coffee. I love the service. I love everything. And at the end, when we're done with reviewing all the coffee roasters we're going to review, we'll do a little recap and pick out our favorites for coffee and do a little recommendations mm. based on all that. Yeah, definitely. But for now, it's been a, at this point, it's been slightly disappointing. And I would only give my service grade a C plus, slightly above average, because I was able to have that conversation about the plants and get a little more personal information yeah. from yeah. the coffee baristas. I think that's fair. And this is something that... As we always say, we don't talk about our grades before the podcast, but we did touch upon it a little bit, just the this sort of experience that we're having overall. 
and sort of wondering, wait, is this just kind of a city vibe versus if we go to a coffee roaster in the suburbs or out in the country or something? But then we remembered before we started the podcast and why we came up with the podcast on our road trip last summer was we were going to coffee roasters in all sorts of cities. And and a couple stood out to us like King's Peak Coffee Roaster, which is in de- Salt Lake definitely city. in the middle of the city in, in Salt Lake City, where a lot of these other coffee roasters that we've been going to are. And there were people there, but uh, baristas, owners, and they were plenty interested in Mac Daddy having these conversations. Mac Daddy, which is in Yakima, in, which is in Yakima, which the barista straight up told us, what are you doing here? This place is, is kind of scary. Uh, that was really engaging and, and really sort of a very comforting environment, <clears throat> given the fact that even she was saying that it's a little dicey sometimes outside. So Dawson and Taylor. Dawson in and Boise. Taylor in Boise. That's another good These one. These are really good examples. Yeah. We have found it where in a city you were getting that A-grade service experience. And the same thing with breweries. Whistlepunk and Spokane. Yeah, yeah. We've had some experiences in breweries and coffee roasters in cities where you're not getting that quick in and out experience that we've kind of seen here in Philly. Which again, may be more of a trend typically with cities. But like we said, it's definitely possible mm-hmm. uh, because we definitely have experienced it. And even at places where there are multiple locations. So that's something to consider as well. But anyways, that leads us to the coffee category, which I guess it's your turn to go for coffee. Absolutely. What do you got? So I got a latte. It was. <laughs> You're kind of like. Uh, a honey latte. Honey latte. And I got it with oat milk. And unfortunately, all I have to really say about the latte was that it was extremely milky. Mm, it okay. almost tasted like a milkshake to the point where I didn't taste the coffee and it was too much for me to even finish. It was too milky. Interesting. Cause I thought when I tried your latte that it was, it was pretty good. Like it tasted like a latte with, I think I described it as an oat milk honey latte. You specifically asked me, is that oat milk? Probably because subconsciously all you could taste was, <laughs> it, was the milk. It, it, it was definitely it was definitely it was definitely on the milkier side for sure like i usually you can taste the espresso a little bit more clearly in my experience and i had one a latte later in the day right after kind of that i was like yeah this is how it's done <laughs> it mm. kind of reminded me that this one was too milky mm. i was grateful that they had honey it looked pretty in the to-go cup with the cool logo, but the latte did not necessarily really do it for me. A little bit too milky. I couldn't really taste the honey or the espresso in there, so I didn't love that. Yeah, and I think I got the Kenyan pour-over bean, which I, I there were. I think there were only two, maybe, or maybe there were three. I don't even remember because, again, I didn't have this conversation about the different types of beans uh, that were available for pour-over, so I went with the Kenyan one, I believe, which typically I... I've had a lot of different beans for pour over coffees, pour over style coffee and Kenyan's typically a pretty good one in my experience. I thought it was pretty good. I I I liked it. It wasn't didn't blow me away like some other pour overs that I've had, but what do you, what did you think of it? It's so funny because we were here not that long ago. <laughs> I'm having trouble remembering this roaster more than any other ones that we've been to. Well, I think, again, like you For said, some it, reason. it was such a quick in and out just experience. in and out, very bland in my mind. We didn't and have even, time, yeah. Even your pour over, I'm having trouble remembering anything about it. I think it was a good pour over because I don't remember it being bad. I don't remember it blowing me away. I remember it being like, oh, yeah. Okay, this yes, is good. Same, I liked it better yeah, than my latte. Thing. 
Yeah, same thing. It, it's maybe sort of, your B range pour over. I agree, hundred percent. It's there wasn't anything that really stood out to me in my mind thinking back because oftentimes we'll say like, oh yeah, you get notes of this or that. Was that the one that was supposed to have notes of pomegranate? Yes. Yeah, that was it. it and it definitely like embodied. The, oh, it did a little bit on the yeah, finish. It embodied yes. the vibe of what they were saying for sure. So I think it was definitely like I remember it being a good pour over. But part of the, we always say this, the experience and coffee people and beer people will tell you this experience counts uh, or the, the atmosphere and ambiance and the engagement counts with your experience of the product itself, the environment that you're in and, and the vibe that's around you. So kind of taking it back through the cold as it gets a little chilled to your hotel lobby to have it is maybe not the same. But again, I think it was definitely a good pour over. I think they definitely have good beans for sure. I would really want to go back to one of their other locations, maybe one of their bigger locations for those reasons. But I think I know my overall coffee grade, maybe. What what do you think? I'm going to land because I didn't love the latte, but I liked the pour over. Thinking about it in comparison to some of the other places that we've been coffee wise. I'm going to land on a B minus. Man, that's exactly what I was <laughs> thinking. Was it really? Yeah. We have been more spot on in Philly than we have anywhere else. I don't like it. I don't like it one <laughs> bit. It's disgusting, as I always say. But I think it's pretty accurate. And and once more, if we were to go to another location, I think it might be higher. Honestly, that's my instinct, my inclination. Yeah. But here on this day, our experience, that's how it stood out to me. Our grades, no, they're not the same. Oh, good. Because then what's the point? <laughs> then what, yeah, let's just wrap it up now. <laughs> so food. Oh, and the food category. So they did have pastries and Jackie's going to go over to the fridge and get the pastries because she usually doesn't eat them before the episode because she just doesn't like to, I guess, overload in the morning or whatever. I, don't I know. just found that old cold ham and cheese croissant don't do don't do that <laughs> from last week or two throw that ago. out the window um so anyways i got th- they definitely had some good pastry options again i didn't really ask too much about it i think i asked about the danishes and i don't know the, the engagement was so lackluster the service engagement i didn't really want to press on the pastry options but i wound up going with a slice of banana bread and which a, is my favorite i think an almond what, no what was it i keep calling it almond it was an oat something tart pastry thing like a little kind of flat very flat yeah flat i don't know what whatever that's called i'm sure there's a there's a menu or something with it named but yeah i thought they were pretty good i actually thought they were really good i would have liked to have tried maybe some of the other stuff like the croissants the danishes but I thought these were pretty good choices. Oh, Jackie's breaking into it. I also think it does, again, take away a little bit from the experience that we had to take it in a paper bag and bring it back to the hotel. That's true. That's a good point. I like eating it on a plate in the place. All right, here we go. Well, that yeah, that would be ideal. But oh, she's biting, biting in. And Jackie's a huge fan of banana bread. And I thought that this was a pretty interesting banana bread because it was a little sort of crunchier than what I'm used to. It's which- very... OD for yeah, a banana bread. Yeah, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think it's just very different. It's very unique. So take that with a grain of banana salt. Ugh, banana salt. I don't know about that. So <laughs> I like it. I like it, but I don't love it. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I think it's... Honestly, I would probably grade it in between a B and a B plus. 
I think that's because fair. it's a little bit too bready. I like when they're a little softer. Yeah, me too. This is dense. Yeah. And I wish it was a little bit lighter and airier and softer. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit dense, but the flavors are really good and it tastes very clean. It's mm-hmm. not overly sweet like some of the other pastries we've had. It's decent. It's good. It's probably B plus banana bread. Interesting. Okay. Well, that. I might even have another bite. No, you got to have the other thing. You got to try the other thing. Oh, you're just diving in. I really like banana bread. <laughs> what would you give the banana bread? Uh, I was thinking the same range. I was thinking like it's definitely good quality stuff. Maybe B, B plus, but I don't like I'm not blown away by it. I don't know if it's because of banana bread itself or this particular one, but. It's just sort of what stood out to me overall. Okay. And now this other thing. Yeah. the uh, I keep calling it almond. It's an oat something. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's really good. That's that, really I, good. that I really liked. Mm. And I'm surprised that you like it so much because it's pretty sweet, but I think it's just really good. It's really good. Yeah. It's really well made. Yeah. This I like actually a little bit better. Yeah. There's something about this. There's It's got like raspberry in the middle. on top. Yeah. And raspberries in the middle. Oh, I'm getting hungry just watching It's really you. good. Why don't you have another bite of this one? Well, I will after the episode because then it's just going to become an AMSR podcast <laughs> of us chewing like, like, no, mm. we're not, we're not doing that. Mm. All right. Maybe you're doing it, but mm. <laughs> so I think I know my food grade overall. Me too. Uh, um, it's hard to, again, say without trying more things as we always say, but based on what I have and based on their selection. And based on comparing it and contrasting it to other places we've been to, I'm going to go B overall for food. I think they have some really good pastry options, especially considering that this is more of a takeout situation. And I think they're definitely above average. So So for me, B makes sense. I'm going to go B plus because I like that second one so much. Mm. I thought they were both really good. I wonder if they're made in their bakery location. I wish we could have talked to them a little bit more about that so that we would know. Yeah, well, like but I'm we, gonna go B plus. Yeah, like we say, we're grading this particular location and more so than the coffee roaster as a corporation. Uh, corporation is not the right word, but yeah, there's many. Yeah. If there's many locations, to do a grade of the whole entity would take. We'd have to do an entire trip on its own, <laughs> which might be fun one time to just go to a city and visit like all five locations. The best of the place. coffee roaster in the city, and just yeah. go to every location and kind just of compare and congr- yeah. contrast them. Yeah. So what do we got for our final oh. tallies here? Here we go. Yeah, we're at the final tally stage. What do we got? For atmosphere and ambiance, we both gave C minuses. For service, Joe gave a C minus. I gave a C plus. For coffee, we both gave B minus. For food, Joe gave a B and I gave a B plus. Uh, I think I know my my overall letter grade. <sighs> I think I'm. I think I know. Oh man, I'm yeah. torn between two. Mm, interesting you got to default with how you really feel you ask yourself how do i really feel and consider the fact as well that you want to keep in mind that i think or what i try to keep in mind is the fact that if and when we do come back to philly and maybe we say like oh let's check out that location now it may have a lot of these other aspects that we're actually looking for so to me it's all the more kind of important to grade it based upon my experience at this version of it because again it just might not be quite what the other iterations the other locations are actually up to who really knows i mean again i would really like to check out those other locations because there were things that i did like about this one but i think i have to go with what i actually experienced i'm ready all right three two one here we go three Three, two two, one c plus. plus What? I thought you were going to go B minus. No. C plus. 
No, C plus. I think that's accurate to that experience. And again, as we say, anything above a C is good. You want to, or at least in, in my estimation, again, you want to get or go to a place that's at least a C. And I think in this case, this is a really good place if you're walking through this area of the city, you're traveling through whatever you happen to be here, and you're looking for definitely better coffee than a Dunkin' Donuts, a Starbucks maybe even. Definitely. And you want something with a little bit more character to it. You can definitely get it here with a really good pastry as well and keep walking around. I think it's perfect for that. Maybe if you live in the area, you want something a little bit more quality before work or school or whatever the case is, I would highly recommend it for all those reasons. And I think if you don't like lattes or if you don't like milky lattes, go with something else here. Mm. The espresso might have been a little weak or not a super strong flavor. Keep that in mind. The pour over might be a better option here. Yeah, but I got the feeling that the beans overall were still really good. So that's and, um, what matters too. And a Kenyan bean is one of the more rare beans is that it? we've seen i haven't seen a lot of kenyan uh, roasts for, for pour over maybe. for pour overs yes yeah. i we don't see know ethiopian a lot we yeah. see colombian a lot i don't know if in terms of overall beans i've definitely seen kenyan beans around though but for pour overs uh for pour overs once in a while once yeah. in a while but yeah usually you'll see a lot of ethiopian beans colombian. for pour over colombian yeah but uh, kenyan once in a while so but i mean listen i'm glad we gave it a c plus i think that's about right because we have been to some places where the options for pour overs are unreal well and the pour overs is, themselves are unreal and there is some pride in the beans that this that the place specifically makes it, pride with the workers that work there and we that just fell a little flat today yeah i so, think that's accurate C yeah. plus overall. Yes, I won't give my overall thoughts on this roaster in compared to the rest of Philly roasters. We'll save that for a couple of episodes in the future. Yep. But ooh, maybe we can do a overall recap. A Philly, a Philly episode. Philly recap episode. episode. We could do that actually. That'd As be one fun. of our special episodes. Ooh, that's a good idea. Our favorite. We'll grade Philly. Maybe we can even have a guest moderator a or something a guest uh fillian yeah for our maybe special episode our next special episode we'll see well you'll have mm, to tune let in us to know if out. you'd like that yes so that's again a c plus from a grade podcast for ultimo coffee roaster the central philly location and there you have it you heard it here you heard it here so thank you again for joining us this week if you again want behind the scenes content some pictures of this place and these other places and the full scorecard with all the other places we've been to hop on over patreon.com slash a great podcast for more there's a link in the description as i keep saying and i guess we'll be back next week with probably maybe another coffee roaster maybe a craft brewery i haven't decided just yet but rest assured there's a couple more philly locations to come and we'll be back on long island doing all sorts of different goody fun treaty episodes there too yes so exciting i can't wait to see what's to come yeah so thank you again for listening thank you for enjoying uh some philly coffee with us and hopefully we have some more really interesting experiences to come we have one more that we visited so far that we're going to do an episode on so uh, very curious to get your thoughts on that one. Yes. And I think you'll want to tune in for that one as yes. well. So that's coming up, if not next week, probably the following. There, one. I did not forget a lot of that one. <laughs> yep. So until next time, stay safe out there. Be well, drink well, and hope to see you then. Bye. Bye-bye.